As I was praying this week, the Lord gave me this message. In every situation, if you live according to God's word, God will remember and bless you at the right time. And this is very important to remember as you live on earth. This was around Thursday or Friday or so. I responded, yes, Lord, I understand. We often face challenging circumstances when we are in unfair situations or meet people who make our life difficult, especially when we are treated unjustly. Don't we all want revenge in some ways? But in those situations, God says, live according to God's word. Let God handle the situation for you. He spoke to me twice this week on this topic. The second time I realized, oh, yes, Lord, you want me to speak to the church on Sunday about this. The first time around, I thought he was just talking to me. As we read today's scripture, Genesis chapter 31, according to our annual Bible reading plan, I was able to see the message God was referring to. I'm sure you noticed as well. We see the God of Jacob today. Throughout Jacob's life, there's not much he did that was remarkably admirable or praiseworthy. One of the few things that he did right was to endure Laban's unfair treatment for a long time. How was Jacob before this? He lied to his own brother Esau. When Jacob found out how Esau was upset about his big lie, his mother Rebecca urged him to, to run away uh, to her brother Laban's place to save Jacob. Think about how scared and worried Jacob must have been as he ran away from his own home. It's not like today where we have trains and airplanes. Back in the ancient times, he must have been surrounded by wild praying animals like wolves in the darkness. They didn't have any maps back then. He had to rely on complete strangers to ask which road might lead to his uncle's house. He had to run away far so that Esau couldn't follow him, all by himself. In the midst of this great fear and suffering, Jacob prayed to God at night. God, if you bring me back safely, I will offer you tithing and I will live to worship you. He was so desperate. God, please help me. I really, really need your help right now. Maybe it was during this time of his suffering that he matured spiritually. Even after this prayer, Jacob's life was full of troubles. He managed to find his way to his, way to his uncle Laban and married uh, his daughter Rachel, the love of his life, but Laban treated him very unfairly. Laban was an Aramean and was a foreigner to Jacob. He worshipped foreign idols. How many times did Laban change Jacob's wage to his own benefit? Ten times. How could you cheat your son-in-law ten times? Horrible might be an understatement. How did Jacob react to this cruelty? He remained diligent. He put his head down and kept working for Laban. The Bible says that Jacob worked for Laban for 20 years. 
Some might say that this was because he loved Rachel so much. But when you look at the Bible from a wider perspective, and based on God's teachings that were revealed to me the past week, Jacob was transformed to rely only on God through this suffering. As Laban continued to treat Jacob unfairly, Jacob kept on relying on God. Laban kept the fair wages from Jacob and made his life difficult. When, even when Laban allowed Jacob to marry his daughters, he asked him to work for him seven years. Laban also made Jacob marry Leah when Jacob never asked for her hand in marriage. Very, very unfair for Jacob. 20 years have passed while Laban's unfair and cruel treatment for Jacob continued. The reason why Jacob left Laban without telling him at night is because Laban already refused to let him go. In previous chapters, you can see that Jacob asked Laban very politely, When can I build my own house? Please let me leave. But Laban didn't want to let go of Jacob because his work made Laban prosper. For 20 years, Jacob obeyed Laban even when he treated him unfairly. What did God say in the Bible? He says that he's seen all of Laban's unjust actions toward Jacob. Isn't this amazing? God tells Jacob that he's seen it all. All of Laban's injustice, all of your uncompensated work. And you know what, Jacob? I will repay you, says God. Then Jacob knew that the blessings that he received were from God. Then he knew that it was God who made the whole flock produce more speckled animals when Laban said speckled animals were to be Jacob's. God blessed Jacob abundantly after watching him obey for 20 years. And this is why from verse 4 of this chapter, Jacob explains to his wives, Rachel and Leah, how God has blessed them and made him prosper. How God has made Jacob's animals healthier. Now, Laban's sons saw how Jacob's wealth grew and they became jealous. They started grumbling about Jacob and said that he stole from Laban, which was completely untrue. It was time for Jacob to leave Laban. Jacob knew that Laban's sons could be a threat to his family in the future. God told Jacob, Return to the land of your father and grandfather and to your relatives there, and I will be with you. So Jacob and his family quietly left Laban while he was away, shearling his sheep. After finding about Jacob's departure, Laban chased Jacob to kill him. In verse 29, it says, I could destroy you. But God showed himself to Laban, an idol worshiper, to say, leave Jacob alone. This was God's divine intervention. Like this, to those who obey in God, obey God in every situation, God will shower them with his grace. Sometimes these circumstances will be unfair to us. They could even hurt us painfully. But God says that he sees everything. 
if we obey God, no matter which circumstances we're in, God will take control of our situation and make things right. Some of you might have gone through such unfair and painful experiences in the past. Some of you might be under these awful circumstances right now. In these times, let us go back to the Word of God. Let us listen carefully to God's voice. Instead of doing whatever pleases us, let's think about what God wants us to do. Let's take a look at Ephesians chapter 4. There are many lessons in the Bible that tells us not to do certain things. One of them is in verse 22 through 24. It says, Throw off your old sinful nature and your former ways of life, which is corrupted by lust and deception. Instead, let the Spirit renew your thoughts and attitudes. Put on your new nature, created to be like God, truly righteous and holy. This means that we should not live according to our greed, but live according to God's will. Under any circumstances, let us tell our neighbors the truth and don't sin by letting anger control you. For anger gives a foothold to the devil so that the devil may con take control of your heart, says the Lord. Do not steal, but give generously to others in need. Don't use fault or abusive language. Let everything you say be good and helpful so that your words will be an encouragement to those who hear them. And do not bring sorrow to God's Holy Spirit by the way you live. This means that our evil actions and words bring sorrow to the Holy Spirit. Get rid of all bitterness, rage, anger, harsh words, and slander, as well as all types of evil behavior. Instead, be kind to each other, tender-hearted, forgiving one another, just as God through Christ has forgiven you. This is the word of God. For some of you, this passage will directly apply to your current situation. For some of you, you might find other parts of the Bible more relevant for your own situation. Regardless of your circumstances, we should keep reading God's word to find out what he is saying to us. As we read about the life of Jacob, who obediently endured the 20 years of injustice under Laban, we see that God intervened to transform his life. In Genesis chapter 32, Jacob confesses that he owned nothing but a walking stick when he left home and crossed the Jordan River. Now his household filled two large camps. This is God's love. Whatever we do, wherever we are, whichever situation we might find ourselves in, let us choose to live according to God's word. Let our hearts be committed to following God's heart. Let us pray. Our good, good Father, you see everything that happens in our lives. Many times we forget that you see everything because our eyes are focused on this world. Blinded by our greed, we forget that you are watching over us. Blinded by our lust, we forget that you can see everything. 
blinded by our sinfulness, we forget that you are searching our hearts. We are greedy sinners, Lord. But you tell us to put on our new nature. You tell us to be righteous and holy. Lord, please let your Holy Spirit lead us and rule over all of us so that we may be righteous and holy like you and live a life full of your blessings. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.